Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Sup gang, Goo here, and tonight, September 22nd, 2021, we'll be at Idle Hands Craft Ales on 89 Commercial Street, Malden, Massachusetts, for 90s television show trivia. So if you were alive in the 90s and owned a television, you are good to go. 7 o'clock start time, so we'll see you there, or we'll see you another time. And now, here's last month's DC movie trivia from Idle Hands Craft Ales. And welcome into Mac and Goo Trivia. We are the Mac and Goo program. You can find us anywhere podcasts are found. I am Goo, he is Mac, and tonight, today, we are doing DC movie trivia. What is a DC movie? Well, that is a movie that is based off of any character from Detective Comics. So not only DCEU, but we're going all the way back to 1978 and Superman, kinda. So without further ragu, Let's get started, and the first category up is beautifully called Goo Likes Batman. Let's talk about some Batman movies, and for one point, in 1989's Batman, who was the Joker's top henchman, his number one guy? And here we go in 1989's Batman. Who was the Joker's top henchman, his number one guy? And the answer is Bob the Goon. Bob the Goon. For three points, while bidding on a date for Poison Ivy in 1997's Batman and Robin, Batman pulls out what to pay for that date? For three points while bidding on a date with Poison Ivy in 1997's Batman and Robin, the cinematic classic, Batman pulls out what to pay for the date, and the answer is the Bat credit card. Never leave home without it. We all sort of take an American Express. For four points, who was cast as Robin in 1992's Batman Returns before the character was ultimately cut from the movie. For four points, who was cast as Robin in 1992's Batman and Robin before the character was ultimately cut from the movie? And the answer was Marlon Wayans. Marlon Wayans, he still receives a check when the movie is on cable. For five points, once again, Batman Returns, 1992's Batman Returns, an infant Oswald Cobblepot is seen thrown into the river at the beginning of the movie by his parents. Who plays his father in that scene? Which actor plays his father in Batman Returns? Once again, in 1992's Batman Returns, Oswald Cobblepot as a baby is thrown into the river by his parents. Who plays his father in that movie? In 1992's Batman Returns, an infant Oswald Cobblepot is seen thrown into the river at the beginning of the movie by his parents. Who plays his father in that scene? Y'all were fucking skunked. The answer is Paul Rubens, a.k.a. Pee Wee Herman. Let's now move on to the next round. It is called, wait, 
What? Yes, we're still not sure if we're talking about these movies, if they're real movies, but for one point in 2011's Green Lantern, prior to becoming a Green Lantern, Hal Jordan's occupation is what? Wait, what? And away we go for one point in 2011's Green Lantern, prior to becoming a Lantern, Hal Jordan's occupation is what? The answer is test pilot. Test pilot would have also taken pilot as well. For two points, this 1997 classic starring Shaquille O'Neal is the story of a weapons designer named John Henry Irons who forges a suit of armor to fight criminals. What is the name of that movie? Wait, what? For two points, this 1997 classic starring Shaquille O'Neal is the story of a weapons designer named John Henry Irons who forges a suit of armor to fight criminals the name of that movie is Steel. Steel. Of course, Steel is tied into Superman. Shaq got a Superman tattoo on his chest from this movie, so good on Shaq. Four, three points. Let's go back to Batman in 1997's Batman and Robin. Barbara correctly guesses the secret password that gains her entry to the Batcave. What is the password that she gives? Wait, what? All right, guys, for three points in 1997's Batman and Robin, Barbara correctly guesses the secret password that gains her entry to the Batcave, allowing her to become Batgirl. What is the password? Of course, it is set by Alfred, and it is Peggy. Peggy. Peggy is short for Margaret. It's short for Margaret, guys. Peggy. For four points in 2004's Catwoman, star Halle Berry does not play Selena Kyle's cat burglar. Instead, she plays a completely unrelated character who gains mystical cat powers after being drowned by a villain who sells defective cosmetics. What is the name of Halle Berry's character in Catwoman? Wait, what? All right, guys, for four points. In 2004's Catwoman, Halle Berry, her character, not Selena Kyle, but her name is Patience Phillips. Patience Phillips. Next question for five points. 1987 Superman 4, The Quest for Peace, is obviously one of the worst comic book movies we've ever seen, but might have been different if we had another director. Originally set to direct this movie, this famous horror director left the movie because of creative differences with Reeve, the original Superman. So pretty much, who was originally set to direct Superman 4, The Quest for Peace? Wait, what? Because I don't want to read the full question again, because I don't know how to read for five points, what director, this famous horror director, was originally set to direct 1987 Superman 4, The Quest for Peace? And the answer is Wes Craven. Wes Craven. All right, guys, we are at the halftime. Every team send up one person to get the halftime sheets. And on the halftime, all of these answers are worth one point. And what we want you to do is to match the DCEU movies with their Rotten Tomato critic score. Match the DCEU movies with their Rotten Tomato critic score. Each one is worth one point. One point. 
halftime was match the DCEU movies with their Rotten Tomato critic scores. Let's start at the bottom like eating a chocolate bunny. 26% Suicide Squad, 29% Batman v Superman colon Dawn of Justice, 40% Justice League, 56% Man of Steel, 59% Wonder Woman 1984, 65% Aquaman, permission to come aboard, 71% Snyder Cuts, 79% Birds of Prey and the Emancipation of One Harley Quinn, I believe that's the full title, of One Harley Quinn, 90% is Shazam, 91% is The Suicide Squad, and coming up at number one, 93% is Wonder Woman. Permission to come aboard. And now let's get started with the next round. Hey, these matter. DCEU movies for one point. 2020's Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn saw Harley Quinn protecting Cassandra Kane from this delightfully dubious black mask. What actor plays Black Mask? Permission to come aboard. All right, guys, for one point, who plays Black Mask in Birds of Prey and the Fantabulous Emancipation of One Harley Quinn? The answer is Ewan McGregor. All right, guys, for two points, at the end of 2019's Shazam!, Billy convinced what superhero to eat lunch with him and Freddy and the rest of the Shazam family. Permission to come aboard. At the end of 2019 Shazam, who eats lunch with Billy and Freddy? The answer is Superman. Either a headless or a very long-necked Superman. And speaking of Superman, for three points, according to 2013's Man of Steel, what does the S on Superman's chest stand for? Permission to come aboard. 2013's Man of Steel, Superman says that the symbol on his chest stands for hope. It is a Kryptonian symbol for hope. For four points, in 2021's The Suicide Squad, the gang starts out with a whole smorgasbord on the squad, but of course ends with many of those characters being killed off in many different ways. So our question to you is, how many members of the Suicide Squad are left at the end of 2021's The Suicide Squad? Once again, the movie starts out with many and many of anti-heroes, villains, and no-gooders, but most of them meet their demise. They die. By the end of the movie, how many are still alive? Permission to come aboard. Get those answers up here. Meow. Here we go. Tip, 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 tip. Four points. How many members of the Suicide Squad are still alive at the movie, the end of the movie, The Suicide Squad? Let's count it out, guys. Harley Quinn, Bloodsport, Ratcatcher number two, King Shark, Peacemaker, and Weasel. Six. Six members still alive. Four. Five points in the round of the DCEU matters no matter what you think. In 2020's Wonder Woman 1984, Maxwell Lord gets his hand on a rock that allows him to grant wishes like a genie and take your powers or something like that. What is the name of that dumb rock? Permission to come aboard. 
2020's Wonder Woman 1984, Maxwell Lord uses what rock to grant wishes or something like that for five points? The answer is the Dreamstone. The Dreamstone. Let's move on to the next category. Close, but no cigar. These are not canon. For one point, who stars as the titular character in 2005's, that's not how anyone says it, 2005's Constantine? For one point, I keep on doing that. Who stars as the titular character in 2005's Constantine? Who plays Constantine in the 2005 movie Constantine? The 2005 movie Constantine. Boom. Now you want to get nuts? Come on. Let's get nuts. We did it. We did it. Social. Keanu Reeves. Stars as Constantine in the movie Constantine. We have finally done it, guys. No more skunks. Okay, for two points, in 2019's Joker, this features an iconic scene of Joaquin Phoenix's Joker dancing down a set of stairs, which has been memed and gifed millions and millions of times over, in which New York City borough are these real-life stairs located? Joker, 2019's Joker, features an iconic scene where Joaquin Phoenix's Joker dances down a set of stairs to Gary Glitter. A little quick on this one. This has been memed and gifed all over the place. What is the borough of New York City that these real-life stairs are located? The Bronx. The Bronx. For three points, Zack Snyder's Justice League was stretched to the fullest length-wise possible, of course, not aspect ratio-wise, to give us Snyder's entire four-hour and two-minute vision. To make the movie a bit easier to digest and watch, it is segmented with title cards like an episode of Frasier. How many title cards are given to us in Zack Snyder's Justice League? How many segments are there in Zack Snyder's Justice League? Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. The question for three points is how many segments are there in Zack Snyder's four-hour and two-minute Justice League? And the answer is seven. There are six chapters and an epilogue. Six chapters and an epilogue. If you guys didn't know the answer, I suggest you go back and watch the movie tonight. <laughs> four, four points in 2009's Watchmen. Oh my goodness. I'm gonna pick this up from the beginning here. For four points, 2009's Watchmen is a divisive blah, blah, blah. Mac, ask the question. <laughs> 2009's Watchmen is divisive among DC fans and features, among other things, a gigantic blue hog. That's right, a blue hog in the movie Watchmen. The opening credits, however, might be the best part of the f movie. What are the opening credits set to? What song is in the opening credits of 2009's Watchmen? Now you want to get nuts? Come on, let's get nuts. Four, four points. Name the song that plays during the opening credits of 2009's Watchmen. The answer is The Times They Are A-Changin' by Bob Dylan. The times they are a-changing by Bob Dylan. 
for five points in 2012's The Dark Knight Rises, Bane blows up a football stadium right after kickoff between the Gotham Rogue and Rapid City Monument. Which actual NFL player receives that kickoff and brings it to the house? Come on, let's get nuts. 2012's The Dark Knight Rises sees Bane blow up a football stadium right after kickoff between the Gotham Rogue and Rapid City Monument, but just before that, which NFL player receives that kickoff and brings it to the house? The answer is Heinz Ward. Heinz Ward. It's the You can wager up to half of your points. And this is something that we have seen many of times in movies. How many times have we seen Thomas and Martha Wayne being shot and killed in a live action movie? This includes both real time and flashbacks in the movies. Once again, and this is only live action, how many times have we seen Bruce Wayne's parents, Batman's parents, Thomas and Martha Wayne, being shot and killed in live action, both in real time and in flashback? How many movies? The time has come. The final question was, how many times have we seen Thomas and Martha Wayne shot and killed in live action movies, including both real time and flashbacks. Let's go through it, folks. In 1989, Jack Napier danced with the devil in the pale moonlight. So that is one. In Batman Forever, while discussing it with his psychiatrist, Dr. Chase Meridian, that happens there. Batman Begins, of course, it's his origin story of Batman, so we have to have it there. Batman vs. Superman of course, starts off their movie with that as well. And everyone's favorite origin story for Bruce Wayne happens once again when the Joker is involved with the death in the movie Joker, causing a riot and one of those clowns going off and killing Bruce Wayne's parents in an alleyway. So the answer is five. We have seen Thomas Wayne and Martha Wayne killed five times in live action movies. Mac, what are the scores? This came down to the wagering because no one got it right. An offer. In third place, credit to, uh, sorry, Suri. Uh, credit to Rafi's Angels, 16 points. Third place, Rafi's Angels. In second place, missing by one point, Task Force Q with 31 points. They wagered one point. In first place, the team leading the whole time, Team Martha, 32 points, one by one. Heck of a time, heck of a time. And once again, your prize this evening is a beautiful prize pack of Idle Hands gift card, a free entry plus one to the Oktoberfest coming up, and beautiful, beautiful glassware. Hey, Josh, when is Oktoberfest so we can tell the people? It's right behind me. Uh, what's the date? Oh, there it is. Saturday, September 11th. We'll be celebrating the anniversary. No, that's not what we're doing, but it's Oktoberfest. Come on, Don Idle. 
Guys, thank you for playing. Once again, you can listen to Mac and Goo on all podcasting platforms. We are the Mac and Goo Movie Club. I am Goo. He is Mac. Every Tuesday and then Friday evening-ish, we have a new podcast out. So check us out. Go to Apple Podcasts, rate, subscribe, review. But hey, Martha, come on up and get your prize. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.